Hello, hello, and welcome to the Curious Body Podcast. We have exactly three weeks until I move my body, my soul, and my mind to Portugal. I'm counting down the days because I have made the decision to change my life, my lifestyle in particular, from city living and go and build a biological house. I'll be making a documentary on that with tips on the mistakes that we will make and how we're going to build this from the bottom up. And I can give you tips on prices, of materials, where to get things, maybe the Portuguese culture. And yeah, so it's a really exciting time for me. I can't wait. I can't wait. So anyway, today I want to talk about non-judgment. This has been floating around for a long time in my mind, so it's time to say something about it. Non-judgment really, really is suspending what you think you know or your immediate responses and reactions to things through your five to six senses. So taste, touch, smell, hearing, and mind. There's one more, one more sense. It slipped, slipped right past me. So we walk through the world every day with assumptions that things will go our way, meaning that we'll get the outcome we think we deserve. And that can create a lot of tension, especially in the body. The body's like a storage container, I've learned, for all past experiences and even the current experience. We hold on so much to things going the way we feel they should go. That's one form of judgment we make every day. The other form, when I mentioned the five senses, six, including the mind, is that when we see something, say our immediate environment, right now I'm looking at a field in London called Victoria Park. My perception of this place is not, now it is in the moment because I'm focusing on that notion, but if I were to judge it like I normally do, I would see things through the past. It's very subtle, but you can pick it up because you're smart. And we see things the way they are sort of ingrained in our consciousness. So maybe you have associations with some place. So maybe if you know Victoria Park, it's a very beautiful place. Maybe you have gone through a bad breakup and you lived near Victoria Park. So every time you walk into Victoria Park on a subtle level, you get this feeling or a memory or a picture of that time when you had that breakup. That would be the association for you. If you're a dancer and you do dancing in Victoria Park and you teach students, it will have a different association for you. So you judge it based on your associations and what it means to you. 
in reality, it's a piece of the earth, like all other pieces of the earth, and it's just our judgment projected on top of that that gives it meaning, for better or for worse. Now, the Buddha talks about non-judgment a lot in terms of both in meditation and non-judgment of people and situations. So with people, he talks about non-judgment, meaning that all beings are equal. Not in a communist sense, like we all have the same things and we all do the same things and we all act the same way. That's not true. But we all desire to be happy. That's the root cause, if you look at it deeply, of every action that every human being has ever done because they strived to be happy. Whether they got happiness from their striving or not, that's another matter. However, the judgment of people, back to that. So all people are created equally in the sense that we all want to be happy and we all want to be free. And we judge people based on arbitrary characteristics, less so nowadays, but still it's, it's with us. So we judge people based on their skin color, their gender, their age, what they look like in terms of their abilities. Are they strong? Are they weak? And we form groups based around these judgments. We try to group in with some people and stay away from other people. So for example, you have a group of friends, like most people do, and you might want to stay away from hookers, from drug addicts, from poor people, from people who you think look weak, weaker than you. And this is not to say that it's a negative thing, because I'm sure most people act and react this way just because of our ignorance. And it's good to admit that we're ignorant in this way at some point. If you look at Jesus and you look at the Buddha, they practiced non-discrimination. They hung out with harlots. They hung out with drug dealers. They hung out with kings. They hung out with normal people. They hung out with monks. They hung out with everybody because out of their compassion, which is why they walked the earth and taught, not to get anything for themselves, out of true compassion, and that's a whole nother subject, what true compassion means, because we hear this word everywhere, you know, vegans are so compassionate because they love animals. That's not true compassion. True compassion is non-discrimination and non-judgment at the deepest level. So out of their compassion, Jesus and Buddha and any awakened being or teacher who understands this deeply, doesn't have to be Jesus or Buddha, practices non-discrimination, meaning they are not afraid to be hurt or harmed by associating with people based on arbitrary characteristics, otherwise known as form.
The Buddha talked about form a lot. We can go into that. I believe this, yeah, it is in the sutta readings I've recently done. He mentions form. So if you get that and you have a chance to listen to the episodes I uploaded recently, there's three suttas and they are the most important, in my opinion, for beginning to understand the Dharma. So form is something we all have, but it's not who we really are. Why? A person is a drug addict, let's say. Is that who they really are? Not necessarily. That's a state they're in. But as we all know, we go through many states during our lives. I know many ex-drug addicts. I know many ex-millionaires and billionaires. Okay, not many, a few. But their lifestyle completely changed. So when they were associating with people in their crowd, other millionaires and billionaires, they were on the same wavelength and they judged each other based on that fact. But now, if they're ex-millionaires and billionaires, they have a whole different group of people, perhaps, based on their current form. So maybe they're middle class now and they hang out with middle class people. This is how it works and we're we're coming and we have come a very long way in terms of practicing non-discrimination. We know that racism is wrong. We know that sexism and ageism is wrong. And we know that many things are wrong in terms of judging people based on their form. But there are many levels of this and we have a long way to go before we can feel comfortable associating with everybody and everything. So non-judgment at its deepest level means that you do not see people for their form. You do not see them as individuals who have a past because This is another point, we judge people based on their past. So you have a friend who told you their past was like this and now you see them through the lens of what they told you or the things that they said to you. And it's always fluctuating. So if it's always fluctuating, that means it can't be true because whatever's changing is not basic. It's not fundamental, it's changing. That's obvious by nature. So, If you practice non-judgment until it becomes innate in you, that means you see no situation as good or bad, as past or future, no person as good or bad, past or future, and you wipe away associations with things, people, and places because those judgments are wrong. And by wrong, I don't mean bad, bad you, slap on the hand. I mean, they're not true. They're not real. So if you want to be real, you have to start seeing everyone and everything as equal. You can try this now with me if you want. Have a look at your surroundings. Who's around? What's around? 
it's good if you get out of your normal surroundings because you'll have an easier time with the association let go. So maybe take a walk down a street you've never been and have a look at the people that are walking and have a look at the animals and the houses. And whenever a judgment comes into your mind, just notice it. What are you thinking about them? What do you assume they're thinking? What do you assume that they're like? All of these assumptions can't be based on reality because really we don't know until we ask. And even if we do ask, how do we know if they're telling the truth about this? So try not to assume about everything you're seeing around you. If you see a smile on somebody's face, don't assume that they're happy. They can be sad inside and they can be faking a smile. If they look fit and energetic, don't assume that they're healthy. They can be very unhealthy and maybe they just have a body stature that has been put there with good genetics. If you see somebody drinking a beer, don't assume they're an alcoholic. We don't know. We see a sliver of what's happening. And this gives you sort of a broad range of inner and outer vision. It kind of opens up your space into a larger perspective. And you can look back. It's like standing at the edge of a mountain looking at the view and you're like, wow, that's beautiful. And you see the whole horizon and your vision opens up where before you might have been walking up to the mountain and you were focusing on where you were walking and what you were thinking. So it's kind of like this. The less we assume and the more open we become, the more soft and gentle over time we also become. So non-judgment is a really good practice because when we're not judging, we're more apt to not close down and create these barriers of what we feel is good and bad behavior, good and bad looks, good and bad sound, good and bad sight, good and bad feeling. So it can get very deep. This is why non-judgment is important. It's the reason why we meditate as well. In meditation, the purpose is to see what is happening, aka rising and falling, whether that be through the five senses, through the mind, or through the imagination even, feeling in terms of emotion, all this stuff. we we experience and we should because we're human beings we see it rising and falling coming and going and without judging it we let it be everything everything whether you feel happy and ecstatic and excited or whether you feel depressed and sad and anxious whether you feel in love 
whether you feel hatred, whether you feel nothing and you feel maybe your breath moving in and out or your, your heart pumping, whatever is going on, we notice without judgment when we're meditating. And this is a sitting practice normally or walking, but the biggest meditation practice and the most hardcore is sitting because it forces you to be in one position and not try to change anything and take note of your physical sensations and your discomfort and all of these other things. So sitting meditation, that's, that's the purpose non-judgment and then letting go. I'll leave you with this and I'll see you next week. Have a blessed beautiful day. Don't be afraid to get in touch. And I'm doing my last interviews in person in London in these next two to three weeks. So do get in touch and we can sit down anywhere, can take a walk, and we'll have a good conversation to put out there so we can expand people's awareness, awaken them, and create a better society. Much love. Namaste.